as an example of taking up our cross and following Jesus. I love Paul's writing, talk, understanding of forgiveness of our enemies and blessing those who curse us so that God will pour heaping fiery coals upon their head. Because our vengeance just isn't good enough, so we're going to forgive them, so God's vengeance will really get them. I don't think that's quite what Paul had in mind. But rather, the idea of sacrificing our vengeance and trusting in God. When, when people wrong us, there's often just a visceral, innate reaction. We want to wrong them back. We want vengeance. We want to make things right by harming them as we have been harmed. Not everyone feels this way. I do. Um, I do. I want vengeance. And, uh, and, I gotta, and I struggle with that. When someone's wronged me, I want to wrong them back. And yet Paul tells us, Jesus taught and Paul says that we have to sacrifice that desire for vengeance. If we're going to be Jesus' disciples, and instead forgive, and bless, and even serve those who have wronged us. And then we trust in God to provide judgment. Now Paul uses this example from the Proverbs of the Keeping Coals, but God's judgment often involves forgiveness and mercy, too. I'm not saying that there are no heaping coals, but there's also forgiveness and mercy. And so, we're supposed to trust in God for God's judgment and let it go in our, in our lives. Sacrifice and trust in God are two hallmarks of the gospel life as disciples of Jesus. And these were two hallmarks of the life that Peter and the disciples were not yet ready to fully commit to when Jesus told them that he was going to sacrifice himself for the sake of humanity and be crucified and on the third day rise. Jesus was willing to sacrifice himself and he trusted in God that he would be raised on the third day. But then Peter comes out of God forbid, Lord, this should never happen to you. You should never do this. You're the Messiah, the Son of the living God. As Peter had, we heard last week that Peter had made this proclamation, you're the Messiah, the Son of the living God, and you should never have to sacrifice yourself for anyone, Peter was saying. There are hints here of Satan's temptation of Jesus. When Jesus even says, what will it profit a person to gain the whole world but to lose their soul? Satan offered Jesus the whole world, right? Every kingdom of the earth shall be yours if you would just bow down and worship me instead of God. And Peter, by claiming him to be the Messiah, the Son of the living God, well, what would be Jesus' by right but all of the world, every kingdom of the world? So when when Peter says, God forbid that you should sacrifice yourself, Lord, this should never happen, Peter is echoing that temptation of Satan. I will offer you the whole world. And so Jesus rightly rebukes him, get behind me, Satan. For you're setting your mind on earthly things, not heavenly things. 
have to sacrifice myself, Jesus would say. And I will trust in God when I do it. Eventually the disciples understood that. Peter understood that too, eventually. Being a disciple of Jesus means sacrifice and trust in God. If we're going to grow the kingdom of God, if we're going to serve others in the name of Jesus, if we're going to spread the gospel to those who don't yet know it or have rejected it because they've probably heard a kind of crummy, not overly Jesus-y, gospel-y version of the gospel, if we're going to do that work in Jesus' name, we need to sacrifice in our lives and to trust in God. If we're going to go to Lenny Roberts and serve as mentors in the school with partnering with Kids Hope USA, we will have to sacrifice of ourselves and trust in God that it's going to make a difference. Trust in God that we'll be able to do that. If we're going to go out on October 5th and serve people in Bay City and give up our usual Sunday worship to go out in the community and let service of others be our worship, we're going to have to sacrifice what we're used to, sacrifice our comfort, sacrifice well being here in our usual way on Sunday morning and trusting God that that service of others is worship. If we're going to reach out to our neighbors and people we see and people we meet and not just say, I will sacrifice when the time comes, but actively seek ways to sacrifice to grow God's kingdom, to spread the gospel, to share Jesus with others, then we need to trust in God. That God will give us the strength to do that. That God will do what we cannot. That God will provide the time in our schedules and lives and help us to do those other things we have to do so that we will also be able to sacrifice the time and the energy that it takes to live as a disciple of Jesus and to grow his kingdom and to bring Jesus to those who don't yet know him. Amen.